as an entrepreneur, you have to do those things you don't want to do and then some. So if you want to get an entrepreneurship, it's because you want to create. Mm-hmm. You want to create and you want to make a difference in the world. That's it. If it's anything about you not wanting to. Welcome to the Prince George's Daily. On this season, we will be taking a look at businesses and entrepreneurs in Prince George's County, getting insights into both the business process and the world of entrepreneurship. You will hear the stories shared by business owners and the entrepreneurs in the county, their challenges and their steps for success. Hello, Prince George's County. I'm Del Roten, and today is December 17th, 2019. Hello, Prince George's County. I'm Del Roden. Today is December 17th, 2019. In today's episode of the Prince George's Daily, Heavenly Bee gets the skinny on the cosmetics industry with a focus on the business side of the hustle. Our Prince George of the day is Misha. She owns a makeup line for women of color. Stay with us and hear all about the struggle in this saturated industry. For today's weather, we can expect foggy conditions for most of the day with an 80% chance of precipitation Temperatures peaking in the upper 40s under partly cloudy skies, actually mostly cloudy to be honest. Our low tonight will drop down into the mid-20s with skies clearing. For tomorrow, we can expect a high temperature right around 40 degrees as the skies clear up completely and then temperatures will drop down tomorrow night to about 20 degrees. Sunrise this morning was at 719 and sunset this afternoon will come at about a quarter to five. That's the weather for today and tomorrow. Stay tuned for news after Heavenly brings us the Prince Georgian of the day. That's Misha. Here are today's headlines for news. Two criminals are caught in a new program in Prince George's County that will change the way we look at mental health. But first, let's hear from Heavenly and Misha. Hey, everybody. It's your girl, Heavenly B, with the Prince George's Daily. And I am here today with... Misha, the owner of Zill Salon and Love Junkie Cosmetics, located right here in Prince George's County. Say hello to the people. Hello, 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 everyone. It's um, exciting to have Miss Misha here because this is a personal a personal excitement for me because I've watched the process. So when you watch people's process, and I'm sure it's stuff I don't know, that's what I'm going to ask her about, but when you watch people's process, it's a certain level of pride that goes along with that. So first start out by telling our guests where, what your name is and where you're from originally. Oh, okay, um, my name is Misha, and I am from PG County, Maryland, um, all over PG County, Maryland, and then just kind of bounce away. I've been to PG County my whole life. Okay. Mm-hmm, my whole life. Cool. I feel you, girl. Mm-hmm. I done been suitland, full thing. Everywhere. Yeah. All the South Every East. hood. Yeah, everywhere. Yeah. PG County. <laughs> All the South East PG yeah, County. Yeah, yeah, I ain't living with Bowie. <laughs> I know. But <laughs> well, I finally made it to that side, but yeah. It was in my 40s, so. I well, my 40s, like. so. Okay, so tell me. I just told the people the name of your businesses. Um, But tell me about the products and services that you provide. Okay. Um. I um I mainly um in the salon I do um what I call relaxed hair. That doesn't mean necessarily chemically relaxed. Mm-hmm. I do styles that um are straight. Mm-hmm. Um I don't do the um the texturized style. So I do mainly mainly your cuts, um your color, your thermal smooth stuff like that. Okay. Don't do weaves anymore. <laughs> yeah, I don't do weaves anymore. But I um as far as products, we have um of course hair care, but we also have a um, new product um, that I launched two years ago, Love Junkie Cosmetics, um, that I also retail at Seal Salon. 
Perfect. So tell me uh, your story. Okay. What drew you to starting a business in the field of cosmetology altogether? Okay. My story is not the traditional one because it's never anything that I wanted to do. I actually um, went to Suitland High School. They had cosmetology. My mom said, okay, Mish, you need to have a trade. And I just was totally against it. I felt I would never be that woman that stood over a woman's head all day to do hair. At that time, I didn't even think that I liked women. So it just the cosmetology field was far removed from me. I actually wanted to be a counselor or a um, psychologist. That's what I went to school for, and then it kind of led me um, to the hair, um, the makeup industry because I had a son. Fast forward, I had a son, ended up in cosmetics, hated retail, needed something to do. Why not hair? Mm-hmm. That's how I ended up. I just said, okay, why so not hair? found you. Like, yeah, absolutely. That's okay. that's the blessing behind it all. Everything, everything about my path was not by choice. It was by design. Okay. I love it. Yes. So have you always been entrepreneurial, though? Absolutely not. I still question if I, if I am... Um, still, cause I am more so the manager. Mm-hmm. I love to manage. I love to have systems. Um, I think the entrepreneurial side is that, um, I can't find my own place. So I had to, my own place. So I had to create a place. Mm-hmm. If I could have found a salon or a place where I was comfortable, I would have never, um, jumped into full entrepreneurship like I did. I probably would be just like, well, I guess boot printer is, um, but I think it's, yeah, so. yeah, yeah, but it's different. But I, I got into, um, salon just because I needed a space where I felt comfortable and one and had business done the way I wanted to do business. Now. Okay. So you already told us your dream occupation. So let's go to the question of what has been the most rewarding parts of being an entrepreneur. Mm. The most rewarding parts is giving people opportunities, Mm -hmm. mentorship, um, being able to help others. um, Through my experiences, giving people um, tools to make their businesses better. Um, I'm always and also. I guess, I don't know if it's in entrepreneurship. I love meeting so many different people. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that this um, this space or this um, getting into hairstyling, getting into entrepreneurship, I've had to network. Yeah. And I was an introvert. So this allowed me to open up and get to know me better. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that entrepreneurship, um, the, the blessing behind it is the people that I meet and the opportunities that I get to give to others. So give me a specific story, Dove. You could think of one <laughs> that you just... That happened and you was like, oh, my God, this is why I'm here. Like, that moment where you just be like, this is why I'm here. Because I'm sure as an entrepreneur, sometimes you question, like, mm, should I still be here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> should I still mm-hmm. be doing this? And then you have that confirmation come through. I think it's just those moments when you meet somebody that sh- you meet another person that you're servicing that changed your life. Mm. So I'm constantly meeting amazing people. I tell my, my story is not traditional. I mean, I don't have those negative stories to... Um, go into entrepreneurship other than having a team that was the hard part <laughs> trying to build a team but as far as what I do and the people that I do it for nothing but amazing from start to finish I've never had that crazy client I've never had people all these things that I hear about when I talk to other hairstylists and I think it's so funny though because everything is like subjective is about perspective because uh-huh. I would say the same thing yeah I would but- believe that but then, no, because we used to work in the salon together. You used to be uh, looking at me like, how you handle that client? Yeah, <laughs> she yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You had interesting clients, but they were still amazing, though. Yeah, I love my boobs. Yeah, yeah, you had amazing day. clients. Yeah, you had amazing clients. But I will say you had some that I would be like, interesting. That's you know, where that DCPG not... helped me. Yeah, <laughs> you, were able to, you were able to handle those type of clients, and you like... were able to relate to certain people that, you know, I wasn't <laughs> able no. to relate to. But even some of the clients that you've sent to me, 
amazing. I love my boobs. Amazing, amazing. Like really, really like heart, like throbbing. Amazing. Like it's just so. Awesome. Yeah, well, I think they always say that you you attract clients. Yeah, I was you. thinking that. I yeah, was thinking that. So. Yeah. You know, you love me so. Yeah, you call me. That's true. I, you know, you know, you know that is a fact. I love me some heavily. So, all right, we got through the fluffy, beautiful. Okay. Everything <laughs> is zen. Mm-hmm. Now, tell me what some of the most challenging parts of being an entrepreneur has been, and it doesn't have to be with the people, but just overall, the most challenging part. Oh, like I mentioned, ha- building a team, mm-hmm. um, finding because now in this, um, I would say this space because we're in this space. Um, everybody wants to be an entrepreneur. Everybody mm. wants to start a business. Everybody wants to get into it, but they don't want to do the work. They want it to be something that comes easy. And when you try to, you know, explain to them or try to show them that, you know, this is what's required of them, they try to quit and go a different route. And um, I think consistency, fine. It's just my patience because I can't relate. I mean, from every time, whenever I touch, I conquer. I touch, I conquer. I touch, I conquer. So these people that come into the salon and want to work and they're not getting it, it, it just frustrates me. But I know it's growing me. Wow. That's, I think it's, it's definitely different. Um, me managing, I have, I managed before I got to entrepreneurship, and I, I felt like in my, I think that's why I didn't want to own a salon because I hated that side of it because of the lack of control. I do have the control, even though it's still a struggle because I want everybody to win. So I think it's so much, it's a disappointment for me mm-hmm. when people don't succeed with, you know, with me. But, um, honey, listen, it's seduces all day long. Yeah, let let them go. love them and let, I tell I don't fire people. I let people go. Oh, okay, let we them go to their purpose. Yeah, let them go to their purpose. Because you need people on your team that feel like they're serving their purpose uh, in their role. Mm. And that's what I always tell people. And when you're hiring somebody, make sure that they actually feel like this is what their purpose to do. Mm-hmm. Not saying they're supposed to stay with your company forever, mm-hmm. but at least in the role that they're in, they feel mm. like they're, they're growing mm-hmm. in a space that gets them closest to their purpose. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're not going to get the best out of them. Mm. Period. Mm. And that's just learning from trial and error. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's work. What advice would you give someone who aspires to be an entrepreneur? Because we've just discussed how everybody, like, think they want to be a boss. Mm -hmm. And most of them think that because they just want freedom. You know, everybody wants freedom. They're like, oh, we just want freedom. And it's the opposite of freedom. Yeah. Break that down. What would you tell aspiring entrepreneurs? Well, I tell them off the break. I do tell everybody. I ask them why they want to become an entrepreneur. If they say it's because they want freedom or they want to create their own schedule or they want to um, be able to pretty much um, have full control, I question if they're able to um, get into entrepreneurship. So I, I give them the real, and I say, "Listen, this is what it's about. If it's something that you don't want to do on your job, is why you're not. It's not. It's why you want to become an entrepreneur. You're not ready mm-hmm. because now in that space that you are, you have so many other jobs that you don't have to do as an entrepreneur. You have to do those things you don't want to do, and then some. So if you want to get into entrepreneurship, it's because you want to create." You want to create and you want to make a difference in the world. That's it. If it's anything about you not wanting to do, entrepreneurship is not going to work for you. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you have to be passionate about it because, listen, it's every, even as being a hairstylist, owning a salon, there's so much more that I have to do. So me not wanting to be in a salon because of this, not wanting to, caught me up because it's like, oh, now you got to do that. And <laughs> you got to do self-employed right, right, from right. owning this building. Listen, it's a whole yeah. ball game. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So I, I would just tell people, if you want to become an entrepreneur, don't let it be because it's not what you don't want to do, but more so what you do want to do. I love it. Perfect answer. Mm-hmm. So what's the one lesson you've had to learn through trial and error that you wish someone would have taught you? Listen, keeping your books and knowing what you're making and what your cost is 
business is about profit. Mm-hmm. It's not. A, it's it's all about profit, and I think that. Um, even with having a team, I love people. Oh, I wanted to be here. But then when, as your lease goes up, mm-hmm. and you're like, um. You ain't working for the bottom line. <laughs> Got to go. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, accountability from the beginning. With myself, with my team. Um, every part, accountability from the start. Mm-hmm. Ma- making sure anything, even with getting into Love Junkie, it was great in the beginning because it's like, yay, I got all these people coming in and buying lipstick, but now I got to do inventory and I got to know how many pieces to order. It's just so much more that you just don't know about when you just fully knowing. Yeah, know what you're getting yourself into. So many girls that be like, oh, because you know, everybody and I got my hair company. We uh-huh. on hiatus, but we we launched, we revamping next year bigger and better. You gonna keep it? <laughs> I'm gonna keep revamping because I'm trying to figure out this way so it could be a profit. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah, I don't want it to be a bill. I want it to be a profit. I think so many people get caught up. And we get pressured too. Mm-hmm. It's not even just get caught up. The social media thing is a lot of pressure mm-hmm. because not only are we already naturally with, I can speak to you and I naturally already hard on ourselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then you got expectations mm-hmm. of people from what they see all these other people doing online mm-hmm. that in half of them, they never owned a business so they don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sometimes you got to go back to the drawing board. Yes, I'm okay with that. But one okay. thing that 2019 taught me, mm. I think this year has been a very, not even this year, 2018 has been a very um, defining year for me because mm-hmm. it really shaped not just my perception of business, but my perception of myself because a lot of times you identify yourself with what you do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. When, you, when you touch a certain level of success, Listen, you ain't mm. trying to go back. You ain't trying to even make it look like you're not achieving that same level of success. You want to always see you're growing in the social mm. media world. Mm. People expect that same thing from you, puts that pressure on you. So mm. I think that um, once I got rid of that mindset, I was like, I don't mind starting over. Now, I don't be caring. I tell people everything. Yeah, yeah I don't. Yeah, I think that that's not my thing is that I'm um, just revamping you and going. mature. Yeah, yeah, because I got real. This is the thing I tell people. I think that they don't understand. I got real live bills. That's what I be telling people. They, they, they not like. I think that that's another thing. Working with people, if you don't have any responsibility, I, I, you're not going to take the business seriously. So, um, revamping is not an issue for me. I will revamp until I get it right. So I figure out a way to get a profit. My thing is that I feel bad for my people that support me. They get so excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They get so excited, and not that I'm taking anything off, but I just want to figure out a way so that I can make it work. And that I'm profiting, so mm-hmm. um, not just breaking even. Yeah, not just breaking even. Yeah, just kind of really profiting. So I just feel bad because you know they're always asking about yeah. this and what you're doing with this because they're excited because they're not they're not really taking the risk. Yeah. So they're just like, girl, go, go, go. Yeah. And I'm like, mm, is you gonna help but me? See, I'm the one that be jumping off the bridge. Like, all right, the purse oh, you about to pop on I do. out. I do. Yeah, 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 yeah. I jump, I jump in a lot of things too, and I realize that's something that I, you know, you know, I've been every multi level marketing. I've done it. If it's a way to make money, I'm jumping in. But that helps you so much, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Absolutely, absolutely. What I learned is is to say no. Yeah, to say no. To really figure this thing out, get more information. Even with the lipstick line, just get more information before I start. I'm on the fence with it, with that. Okay. Because like on one end, I do believe you should get a lot of information before you jump in. But on the other end, I feel like sometimes. I mean, you're still not going to ever feel like you have enough information. So you you got to jump and just learn from the process. 
that's how I feel. I just be like, I learn from every time I jump. I learn from the process. And I think that's why I question, but I'm a real entrepreneur because that's what I hear. That's the heart of the entrepreneur. I got my heart and heart beat goes but so hard. <laughs> it's like, okay, I'm willing to go. And if I, if like, you know how they say, go the, the distance. I'm looking at like, uh, oh, these three months I done paid out this and it ain't working out. So I'm already like, Ooh, let me try to refigure this out. Um, but I do, I understand what you're saying too. You're never going to know everything, but I think that there are some things that I just, some questions that I just did not ask mm-hmm. that I should have asked. And even thinking that I did know the answers, I really didn't. I should have, um, just did a little bit more research and I'm still trying to figure it out. I'm still trying. Cause I'm like, okay, how long are these lips going to last while they sit on the show? Like, am I going to have to like, no, I'm about to like, come get some cause I'm going yeah, to yeah. everyone on it. So I'm, I need some lipstick that ain't no yeah, And I'm not got. a salesperson. So it's like, you know, if some, I'm not, I'm just not a sale. I'm social media has been a blessing to me because it is a, a way for me to promote without me not having to deal. I'm not a sale. I'm not the person that's going to be like, Hey, so you want to try this lipstick? And I'm definitely not doing a pop up. <laughs> <laughs> definitely not See, doing a pop up. I can't wait to do all of that stuff. Yeah. You got to. That's the missing link, and that's why. I, <laughs> that's why I am not giving up because I know this is requiring something of me that's required for me to get to the next level. That's the next thing, is that when you are at a point in entrepreneurship where you feel uncomfortable, you have to sometimes push to get. Because I want to be a millionaire. Mm-hmm. I want to be a millionaire. Like that's something. Like, I'm gonna be one. That's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I have to. I, I have to really be. Like I said, this happened like two years ago. I had we had that um, question in my way next hell. What is something you're lying to yourself about? And it was like me being a millionaire. Girlfriend don't want to get up. Girlfriend don't want to do nothing that's uncomfortable. Girlfriend ain't going to be a millionaire. So I am trying to push myself, Mm -hmm. even with this cosmetic line, as much as I want to say, I want to do this. (laughs) (laughs) Like, baby, this guy just slip out. They're like, what what happened to the love junkie? I just don't even say nothing. Just kind of like, delete, delete, delete. I am going to push, and I'm going to figure this out. I know that it's not going to be a cosmetic brand because really mm-hmm. the Love Junkie brand is about love and friendship. That's mm-hmm. what it's really about. So I'm not going to come out with foundations. I already know that. God already told me that. <laughs> like, stick with your little lipsticks and your glosses. But what I am going to do is make it something that's going to work. Okay. I'm going to figure it out. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't need to have, like, you know how they say your 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 stomach, your eyes are bigger than your stomach, and I think I have been... Um, I had this big vision for Love Junkie. Mm-hmm. And uh, it might take years. <laughs> if I don't even know if I want to go that way now, just because seeing how this works, mm-hmm. how this really works as far as inventory, I would definitely need a team to manage it and um, do the brand. I, and I don't think that's what's unique about me. I think what's more so unique about me, it's not the cosmetic, it's just my ability to love. Mm-hmm. I think that's what I want to sell. Is my is the love junkie brand who I am as mm-hmm. a love junkie? Not so much the product. I'm not sure. I'm definitely going to keep it going, and it's going to be a part of but you the, don't the vision. Stand, like it's, it's not. Public. It's not going to be the crust. It's not going to be everything that's going. It's just going to be an, like I said, an accessory. It's just right. a little piece of the brand. I'm not going to go full throttle with the cosmetic line. Okay. Unless somebody comes and wants to um, invest <laughs> right. and take over, absolutely not. I'm, I'm, <laughs> Right. I'm not doing it. it um, retail is a whole nother monster. Service is my oh. thing. Me, Ooh, retail? I like that better. Yeah, I service is my thing. To, um, when I old clients every day, because I still be doing her wigs and stuff. Uh-huh. And she was like, am I getting on your nerves because I know you're busy? I was like, I actually prefer the wigs, so I don't have to talk to nobody. I just do this hair and yeah. get it back to you. Yeah. Like, I like the... <laughs> I, I'm cool with shipping stuff. Uh-huh. Cool with, uh-huh. I like that. I, people find it hard to believe, but I honestly have a lot of introverted parts of me yeah and so i really really have to retreat after a certain amount of time absolutely. i like being by myself absolutely so it's mm-hmm. actually working for me but yeah. <laughs> okay how do you define success okay so we all know that success is different for each individual but i think success is doing your best 
Okay. Doing your best and, and get results, you know, like um, whatever that is. You know what I'm saying? I don't think success is just one thing because I could not feel comfortable with that because I know I'm always going to be climbing until I die. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. so I think success is just doing my best and um, getting results. Okay. So I know you said that, you know, you're over thinking this big old vision for love junkie but i just want you to go yeah. back into you get me in trouble a lot of times you try to you are yeah you a big 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 dream and that's why i said i know <laughs> but, I I thought, but you helped me though because i mean I, you have but you're and i try to keep up with heavily and i think that that is you know everybody has their gifts and one thing i always would tell you is that you have been the reason why i do dream big um because i see you doing things and i see you touching things and it's like okay i can do it too but um I got to know my space. Yeah, yes, definitely. Absolutely. I mean, the things that I do in my business that, you know, it's definitely come from, you know, you and how you dream big. But I will say that that's your walk and that's Mm -hmm. your path. I like systems and I like But just tell me the next five years, just for me, just to make my heart flutter. The next five years with Love Junkie? Or or just, let's just talk about you. (laughs) Let's not even talk about Okay. What the next five years look like for Misha? Okay, next five years, I will have a school. I will have a um, cosmetology school, beauty school that is going to mentor and it's going to develop um, entrepreneurs that want to go into the beauty industry, but the right way. Mm -hmm. We're going to do it the right way. We're not going to do... YouTube University. YouTube University or um, what they call halfway houses. It ain't right. I mean, I don't even understand. So did you go to head school? That's what I want to ask the question. When they come into the door, like, well, did you even go? Because I don't know what's happening at these head schools. I will say there are some good ones, but they are more not than, than good, especially for our culture. You think they discouraged, though? Because, I mean, this is the narrative that's going on. I don't care what industry you're in now. If you are a creative, mm-hmm. the narrative that's out there right now is you don't need to go to school for that, and you don't need education for that, and you don't need to learn that. Mm-hmm. And it's because everybody thinks that everything is accessed online, not understanding that it's certain industry mm-hmm. secrets and things that you're not going to learn unless you be probably educated. So the educators are probably even discouraged because these girls coming up in these mm-hmm. classrooms acting like they already know more than them. Well, so, they, I don't think you get discouraged. I think sometimes they might know more than them because a lot of times the teachers aren't even <laughs> the, the teachers aren't even qualified. But it's like think, when your staff come in, they act like they know more than you, and you looking like, girl, I, I'm twelve. But you should be able to handle that because you know what I love about entrepreneurs and these new, the new generation—they do test you. They test you. They test to see if you really know what you know, and because they are doing their research. And if you know more, you should be able to check them and say, listen, because they try me all the time. But I you, trust you, me, you baby. Convince them right that you know. What I, and some of them gonna have to follow. The proof is in the pudding. Yeah, the proof is in the pudding. I know what I know. That's right. it. I know what I know. And it's no way that you gonna come in here knowing more than, than I do. And if you do, this is good. Teach right me something. Ahead. Yeah, no, or just teach me something. But I, for the most part, they don't know nothing. <laughs> they know absolutely nothing. Okay, so we got the hair school mm-hmm. next five years. So that's gonna be my, that's gonna be a monster. Uh-huh. Everything else gonna still be operating. Yeah, everything else is gonna be still operating. Of course, I'm still gonna yeah. have the salon. I'm still gonna have Love Junkie Cosmetics. Um, but um, I definitely want five years. It takes me time mm-hmm. to do things. So I definitely think in five years that's gonna be my priority is the school. The school. I love it. I think it's a beautiful thing to be comfortable with things taking this time. Because yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody's in a rush. Yeah, and it's my mentor always say it takes the time it takes, yeah. <laughs> and oh. that's just what it is. It takes the time it takes. Mm. So mm. no matter how much you rush, it's still gonna happen when it's supposed to happen. So that's a whole word. Yeah. You've been preaching on the whole time. <laughs> 
All right. So final question for the listeners, because I know that they've been inspired by your story and they want to connect with you. So how can we connect with you online via social media and your website? Okay. So um, social media, Instagram, I'm iCandyByMish. That's M-E-I-S-H. And on, um, I'm also Zill Salon. Zill Salon with, is that an underscore at the end? Um, and then Love Junkie Cosmetics is just that, Love Junkie Cosmetics. Facebook, I'm Misha Cartwright. And my website is, I have two right now, um, um, the Zill Salon, um, thezillsalon.com and lovejunkiecosmetics.com. All right, well, it's been awesome. Thank, Thank you. you guys for tuning in to the Prince George's Daily. It's been your girl, Heavenly B. Until tomorrow, good day. Today is December 17th, 2019, and here is the latest news. Law enforcement officials arrested a 26-year-old man for allegedly kidnapping a woman from her Waldorf home and then forcing that woman to withdraw cash from several ATMs before leaving her barefoot on the side of the road. The Charles County Sheriff's Office said that 26-year-old Mark Christopher Brown of Waldorf was arrested in connection with that December 11th crime spree. He caught charges on kidnapping, robbery, first-degree assault, home invasion, among other related charges. A Rockville man who allegedly swindled a District Heights woman out of her home has been indicted on five criminal counts in Prince George's County, including theft and unauthorized law practice. William Wayland is accused of stealing over $7,400 from Patricia Duckett, according to the indictment filed in circuit court this month. Duckett is a school aide whose story was a subject of a Washington Post article last month. The 64-year-old Duckett was struggling to make payments on her one-story brick home after losing her second job. She trusted Wayland, who was referred by a friend. Wayland is not a registered lawyer in Maryland and has been banned from regulators since 2014 from providing mortgage assistance in the state of Maryland. And there's a new program in Prince George's County focusing on giving students and staff access to mental health resources. This program is called Rise Up, or Resilience in School Environments Understanding and Practice. According to Program Manager Laura Howard, quote, the mission is really to improve mental health and wellness, end quote. This is a partnership between Kaiser Permanente, Alliance for a Healthier Generation, and Discovery Education. It's now in 31 Prince George's County Schools and will help students and teachers over a four-year period through on-site intervention, virtual support and training, as well as data-driven insights and workshops. For Prince George's Community News, I'm Del Roden. Today is December 17, 2019. This podcast is brought to you by Prince George's Community News and Prince George's Community College, celebrating over 60 years of offering the highest possible standards in college education for the county and the region. Visit us at pgcc.edu. The opinions expressed on the Prince George's Daily Podcast do not necessarily represent those of Prince George's Community College, its employees, or its affiliates. The producers of the Prince George's Daily Podcast are Heavenly Bee, Maud Desai, David Smalls, Joshua Boykin, Brian Green, and Chandra Durham. 
and is executively produced by Dale Roten. Tune in tomorrow as we continue our discussion on businesses in Prince George's County. This is the Prince George's Daily.